I'm looking out the window of my cell. I see a magazine floating across the hallway. I double take. I'm like, I got to be losing my mind. I look up, and from the top tier in the dorm, in the prison dorm, to the other top tier, I see a rolled up magazine just floating. And I'm looking closer and then I see a string that's tied to the magazine and is going to this top tier and is going to the other top tier. And then I hear, keep pulling, keep pulling, keep pulling. And then it makes sense. He's passing his magazine from his cell his cell. In prison? I guess anything goes. So after the incident of, you know, the gang member getting jumped as we're marching back from child, they take us back to intake and, you know, we get processed in, you know, to the river our first day. They give everybody their clothing. We all get assigned to our housing. And everybody goes to their assigned dorm, which for all the people who come in, the assigned dorm is the orientation dorm. But there are some people who came from a medical facility or got transferred from another institution, so they don't have to go to orientation. They can go to different dorms. But for the most part, everybody went to an orientation dorm, besides me. I got in a fight my first day. I was sentenced to 30 days in confinement, and they weren't going to let me out. I had to do my 30 days, day for day. So where do they take me? Confinement. Again, my first day at my permanent prison at the river. Where do I go? Confinement. So immediately, whenever they see my file, they see my DR, Testa, come here. Cuff me up. Now as everybody's sitting on the bench, I'm over there standing at the wall cuffed up, just waiting for the police to transport me to confinement dorm. Police are walking me to the dorm. I see orderlies out. I see people walking on the rec yard. Everybody's looking at me. They know I just got off the bus. Settling in, seeing the vibe, just getting a visual of the river. I'm here. It's my first day, and I'm going to confinement. As they bring me into the confinement dorm, boom, door closes behind me. I see everybody on the windows, everybody on the glass, everybody's looking up, trying to see who's coming in. They take me to the shower cell, boom, close the door, strip. Got to strip down, turn around, squat and cough. <coughs> <coughs> Make sure I don't got anything, not suitcasing anything. Give me another set of blues. Cuff me up again. Walk me to my cell. Boom. Open up the flap. Gotta put my hands back out. Uncuff me. Close the door. Turn around. Bunky looks at me. Lays down, rolls over. 
Doesn't even say anything. Hey, it's prison. Anything goes. <laughs> Guess he's not friendly. So I jump up on my bunk, lay back. This is it. I go to sleep. A couple hours later, I wake up. A bunkie's up. Ask me where I'm from. Ask me how much time I got. Ask me why I'm in prison. I ask the same. We begin to talk. But I could tell he's not trying to be friendly. If anything, I feel like he's trying to intimidate me. I feel as if he's pressing me. T-O-H. Even with my own celly and confinement. So I'm trying to match the same energy, letting him know that, you know, just with my body language that I'm not intimidated and I'm not scared. And as I'm going through my laundry, you know, I wake up and I start going through all my whites. This man grabs my pair of socks and pulls them open, brand new. Takes them right in front of me. Look at this dude. Yo, what you doing, bro? And he gives me his pair of old socks. So, I ain't had new socks in years, bro. You can have that one. Let me get these new ones. Prison. Anything goes. So I have an option right here. Let him keep the socks. Avoid drama. <laughs> Hell nah. <laughs> Hell nah. I grabbed my socks. and what you doing, bro? Grab his socks, throw them on the bunk. I said, no, bro. It's my socks. Then he starts laughing. And now he begins to loosen up. Simple moments like that. Not that serious, but just a test of heart. Where you at? Little measuring sticks. Little ways to gauge if you're going to match that energy. So me and my cellie begin to talk. We begin to build. First day at the river in confinement. Second day, breakfast time. Shank tray, biscuits and gravy. Best tray of the week. Two biscuits, gravy, jelly, butter. Best tray of the week now. Wake up, get my tray. My cell is on his bunk. I'm sitting on the toilet, eat my food. He's sitting on his tray. He's staring at me. I'm like, bro, what's up? What's up with a biscuits, bunky? <laughs> it's prison. Anything goes. I said, what do you mean, what's up with my biscuits? He said, bro, I know you don't want them biscuits. Again, small measuring stick. Gauging where you at, T-O-H. No, I want these biscuits, Funky. He's like, all right, I'm just saying. So time goes on, we're in confinement, and um, it's not that friendly. I soon begin to realize he's gang affiliated. Letter under the door. Hey, Brody, what's the name? Shot that to you on the pound. Run around, making his rounds. 
shoots kites back and forth from people on GP, general population, in the prison. So he shot a kite under the door for Marcelli. Marcelli's excited. Oh, man, man, I've been waiting for him, bro, man. Reading the letter. But I realized that something changes about Marcelli. It's not that all gangster, really, in the moment. It's kind of giddy, overly excited, googly-eyed about this letter. He began to tell me about his homeboy and how his homeboy is supposed to shoot him some, some hygiene and some peanut butter squeezes and, you know, shoot him some, some rips, some cigarettes so he can get through his D.C. time. But he keeps talking in a very excited way about his homeboy. Next day, got a kite from your homeboy, dog. Same thing, super excited, reading these letters with these eyes and this attitude of overly excitement. And I began to realize that something wasn't right. Something was off, something was weird. Coming to find out that the letters that he's getting is from a homosexual on the pound, a known homosexual who's his boyfriend. And in my mind, this guy's a known gang member from a notorious gang that has some big influence upon the compound. And he's in an open homosexual relationship with a guy on the compound. And I remember just sitting in my cell, thinking to myself, this is crazy. This is prison. Ain't that ghost.